guys, I am back here to talk a little bit about um, the Chris Rock Selective Outrage Netflix special. Now look, you rarely hear me talk about too many comedians. Um, I, you know, when it comes to comedy, what's funny to me, mm, some of my favorite comedians, I would say definitely Cat Williams. I'm generally pleased with Cat Williams' comedy. I know it's very crude. I know he says a lot of negative things about women. I get it, but I still find his some of his humor very, very smart, very, very funny. Um, Eddie Murphy's definitely a comedian that I wish would go back to doing stand-up because he's definitely interesting and quick on the feet. I like Eddie Murphy. Um, Dave Chappelle is one of, one of those individuals that is... Um, sometimes I like him, sometimes I don't. You know, I've never been straight up like, oh my God, I just love me some Dave Chappelle. No, not really. I mean, if I had an opportunity to go, you know, someone wanted to treat me to a Dave Chappelle concert or show, I should say, I would go, yes. Would I race to buy tickets necessarily? Eh, probably not. I mean, there have definitely been opportunities where I could have bought tickets to a show. It's one of those things, like, I've watched Dave Chappelle on Netflix, and I've seen, you know, some of his stuff is funny, I'm not gonna lie, but I'm just, like, never been, like, so into um, his style of comedy, you know, per se. And likewise with Chris Rock, which brings me to Chris Rock. Chris Rock has been that comedian over the years that, um, for me, there's been a lot of um, inconsistency um, with his style of comedy. Sometimes I think it gets so... He goes so far over the top that it, he kind of loses me in some of his comedic stances. So it's like, uh, you going from being funny to just being just, I don't know, rude, obnoxious, uh, you know. But I don't dislike him. I think he has his moments. It's one of those... He's one of those, for me, a give and take kind of audience. He might give you something that's something you might have to think about, and then you can take from it what you want, you know. But he did his comedy special. I watched it really to see what he was going to say about Will Smith. I, that's really why I watched it. I think that's why a lot of people tuned in. They want to see what he was going to say about Will Smith. And it's no, no, no shade to that. It is what it is. Um, the title of the special called Selective Outrage is something that I was interested in because with social media, there's a lot of selective outrage. So I was really interested in the title. Some of the things that in his special that stood out as, um, mm, didn't quite, it stood out, but it, not in the best way. The, the whole thing about abortion I didn't quite care for the abortion jokes because he was talking about killing babies and women have a right to kill babies and I didn't like those jokes at all. I felt like he said he's pro-choice. Then he turns around and he said, yes, because a woman has the right to kill a baby. And then he goes on to say, well, actually, women should have the right to kill a baby up until they're four years old, you know, until they see their first report cards. And I mean, I... It, at that point, this is this is an example of you're taking this situation to a place that is just not, it's just, 
It just was not funny. I don't care how he sliced why well, like, he used that. I don't care how he placed it, how he worded it. It just was like, ooh, that's that's not a that just wasn't good. I didn't care for that. Um, but the you know, outside of that, and then the emancipation uh joke later on, um, I didn't care for that one either. Now I did like the way he talked about his daughters and how he raised them in an affluent neighborhood. They went to prominent schools, had the best education. But even those girls, he said, hey, look, kids can be kids and they can be cruel and they can do some cruel things and say some cruel things and things like that. I liked all that, the way he framed it. I liked that, you know, he said, you know, um, his daughter three years ago went on a high school trip to Portugal and they went out to a bar, got drunk, almost got kicked out of school. He talked about that whole situation, everything. I did enjoy that part of it. That was really, really cool. Um, talked about the Kardashians a little bit. Um, you know, uh, the, the Kardashian jokes to me, a lot of comedians talk about the Kardashians and um, talk about Caitlyn Jenner. And he did talk about the trans, you know, the whole, he's supportive of being, you know, if his father became a trans, uh, uh, what is it, trans woman, that he is supportive of that. And all those good things um okay that's cool i think that he did you know talk about how society now is you know using you know i think he talked to a friend fred or whatever from his old neighborhood talking about some oh my my new job at wherever he works at is so inclusive and they embrace diversity and all <laughs> you know these words these dei you know things that you learn in some diversity equity inclusion class um, you know, he used a lot of that terminology, kind of throwing a little shade at it somewhat. I got it. I thought it was funny. I did think it was funny because you do hear that a lot nowadays. Um, those things were funny. Uh, you know, those those were like funny. Then he went on talking about how he's been working since he was seven and his relationship with women and the difference between dating a woman who's in her 20s versus a woman in her 40s or 50s. It is a huge, huge difference where there are in lives. I feel like that's the type of joke that's mentioned a lot with these, uh, with men, but male comedians, you know. I hear this joke a lot, you know, and of course it's a difference. You're in a, you're in a different place in your life, of course, you know. A woman who's in her 50s is in a much different place than a woman who's starting out, you know, and experiencing life. So yeah, it was funny for the first minute or two. And then it kind of got like, okay, we really harping on this one quite a bit. We, we're kind of staying in that area a lot and it's starting to get stale to me. So I'm like, let's move on from this, move on. Then we got to the whole racism situation and, and Meghan Markle, you know, talking about her interview and you know how she didn't realize the royal family was well, some members you know there was racism and things of that nature they were concerned about what color the baby was going to be and you know i like that segment too because he made a lot of sense you know i think this segment was probably for me the best segment of of all of the segments because he he made he made so much sense out of it you know he's like megan markle marries into the royal family do you not know they about colonialism and their affinity to, you know, all these different places in Africa, the continent of Africa and Indian, you know, and South America. Are you not familiar with any of their history? So it made a lot of sense. I love the way he put it, he placed it. Um, so that was, that was kind of, that was funny. I actually liked that. I also liked when he talked about 
the differences in neighborhoods. If you, you know, you can tell a lot about a neighborhood um, when you go and you see the women are wearing jogging pants or yoga pants and they're pushing a baby carriage. And you can tell that that's probably a neighborhood that has a Whole Foods in it, you know, because these women are by choice not working and you can you know it's and, and I, I related to that i you know there's definitely areas where i live where you would see a lot of women with strollers and they're going and they got their lattes in their hand and you know it's by choice that these women are not working they're living a really good life but and he said however if you go to a neighborhood you see a bunch of men and jogging pants and you know got uh drinks in their hands and stuff like that and shooting ball lifting weights it's probably not a good neighborhood again good point i like that um throwing in there the class system socioeconomics which tends to be uh, a lot that he does point out you know in, in in some of the comedy i've listened to he does talk about that it made sense i liked it got a good chuckle it was relatable i was okay with it so then we get to um the will smith jada pinkett all of that okay and he does talk about you know like uh how did it feel people ask him his thoughts about it he said you know asking him silly questions such as did it hurt he was like of course you know he made a little comment about I still hear summertime ringing in my ear. It's like okay, that was that was kind of cute. That was funny. I got it. Uh, talked about the size difference. Talked about how Will Smith played Muhammad Ali, why he played Pookie, New Jack City. You know, he went there, um, and uh, then he said that you know Will Smith practices selective outrage. You know, and he felt as though. The slap had nothing to do with himself, but rather the pent-up frustration and anger that Will Smith has been enduring since the whole August Alcina with Jada Pinkett Smith came out, you know, and people calling him the B-word and making fun of him, and it just boiled over at the Oscars. It's what he's his take on it. Um you know, he said he didn't have anything to do with it. He's never been in an entanglement. I'm like, oh, wow. That was, that was, it was, I mean, he, he did go there. He went there. It felt still a little uncomfortable to listen to it, even though it's like, I don't know if that's necessarily in its entirety the truth about that. I think I, I took the incident a little differently, although I think that might have played a role there. I think there was, um, Will Smith actually, when 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 Chris Rock told his joke about comparing Jada to uh, what is her name, uh, um, GI Jane, and Will started laughing. Okay, Will actually was laughing, and then he turned around to his wife, and she was not laughing. And that's when Will was like, "Oh, you know," and got up on stage, was like, "Hold on, wait a minute, you just insulted my wife." I, that's why I'm like, I just don't believe that it had a lot to do with the embarrassment that Will was feeling from the whole August Alcina thing. I don't know. It's hard to say, but this is what, you know, again, the joke, this is what Chris thinks, you know, it has more to do with his wife. He said his wife hurt him more than Will hurt Chris. Okay. Um... He also mentioned 
how much he, you know, always been rooting for Will, um, always, you know, had much respect for Will, and um, he's never going to do an interview where he's going to be crying the victim and, you know, all of that. He's he, Basically, he's channeling everything into this special that he did. Um, so don't look for no Chris Rock interview where he's, you know, concerned or crying about what Will Smith did to him. It's just, do I think that they, that they would recover, like that friendship will recover? Probably not. Um, I just don't see, especially when Will Smith sees this um, special, which I'm almost willing to bet that he watched it last night. And it, 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 yeah, I don't think that this friendship is ever going to be rekindled. I don't know. Um, you know, then we got the joke about the emancipation, the movie, and all of that. And he he also discussed how Jada was upset with him because he hosted the Oscars the year that, you know, Will was not nominated for a concussion. And he was like, you know, your, your husband didn't get nominated, okay? And, you know, he really <laughs> just didn't see it being I, I, I don't know. He didn't see it being that important to him. Um, he got enjoyment watching Emancipation, which is a slavery movie, and, and Will Smith, you know, was beaten, you know, uh, the character who's a slave, and, you know, he got some enjoyment out of that. I, I still couldn't wrap my head around that. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I just don't find that to be funny, but some people did. This is his way of, you know, dealing with the trauma, because it's trauma. I mean, the man was slapped on national television, international television, because the Oscars is shown around the world. So, mm, yeah, I, if this is his way of working through it, you know, so be it, you know. Um, but overall, oh, he did mention, he was like, someone asked, well, why didn't you do anything? And he said his parents raised him not to, you know, fight in front of white people. Um, okay. If that's the answer you want to give, I guess, you know, that's his, again, it's his story. It's his, his feeling, his story, it's how he's moving, it's how he's shaking, it's how he's dealing with it. I, I thought it was a pretty decent special. It did hold my interest. I know some people say they were bored. I wasn't bored. Um, I give it okay. It was good. It was not a bad, would I recommend it? Sure, watch it. You know, see, see for yourself. Get your own interpretation from it. It's not a bad special. Um, it was good. Um, I wouldn't say it was great, because it definitely wasn't great, but it was definitely good. That's all I got. Talk to you guys later. Peace.